0: Find me on Instagram, Facebook, and LinkedIn. And don't forget to follow the show on your favorite podcast player so you never miss an episode. And if you love the content, leave me a rating review. Now let's get into today's episode. Welcome back to another episode of Leading Behind the Scene. I'm thrilled to bring you a replay of one of our most sought after discussions, the second most downloaded episode that genuinely struck a chord with our audience. If you miss it the first time or are eager to revisit these valuable insights, you're in for a treat. Are you struggling to cultivate meaningful connections in the competitive world of business? Have you found yourself stuck in an all or nothing mindset, wondering how to tap into the incredible power of a like-minded community of entrepreneurs? Well, today's episode is for you. I'm excited to introduce you to Rachel Everington, who will guide us through transforming our perspective and embracing the abundance mindset. Rachel, who is my biz bestie, I know everybody's my biz bestie, <laughs> they're just so amazing, but Rachel is the remarkable CEO behind the Executive Ninja, an agency specializing in operational excellence and virtual executive assistance. With a deep passion for systems and processes, she and her team are dedicated to helping CEOs delegate their essential tasks and focus on maximizing their revenue potential. But this episode isn't just about delegation. It's about connection. Rachel emphasizes the importance of forging enduring relationships on our entrepreneurial voyage. Her insights are a beacon for those of us seeking a circle of unwavering support and collaboration. Throughout our conversation, Rachel delves into various aspects of relationship building, offering golden nuggets of wisdom that have the potential to revolutionize the way you lead behind the scenes. We explore the value of engaging with fellow industry members, the often underestimated emotional support that nurtures our entrepreneurial spirit, and the significance of open and honest conversations within our support network. Rachel's perspective is not only refreshing, but profoundly practical. From maintaining healthy relationships to setting crucial boundaries, her advice is a game changer for anyone looking to thrive in the world of business while fostering meaningful connections. So whether you're tuning in for the first time or eager to reimmerse yourself in Rachel's Pearls of Wisdom, This episode promises to leave you with actionable insights that will empower you to lead behind the scenes with greater authenticity, collaboration, and impact. Without further ado, let's jump into this enlightening conversation with Rachel Everington. Today, I am chatting with my soul sister, Rachel Everington. Rachel, oh my gosh. Hello. Hello, hello.
1: It's so funny. We jumped on the call and we had to warn your producer of uh, we we are just all giggles and and talking over (laughs) each other because we're just always so excited to be connected. (laughs) I
0: know. So everybody, Rachel is the CEO of the Executive Ninja, an operations and virtual executive assistant agency where CEOs can outsource their essential responsibilities to a professional and focus on their ultimate revenue potential. With her love for systems and processes, she and her her team are supporting other businesses by leveraging their time so that they may concentrate on their zone of genius while her team handles all the things required for smooth and efficient operation of their business. Her ninjas will dot the I's and cross the T's and assist your business as if they are right there in your office, kicking your to-dos into to das So Rachel, this is your second time back on the podcast. Yes. And you know, I always love chatting with you. <laughs> mm-hmm.
1: Same here. I love you to that. So I'm happy to be here. Thank you for asking me.
0: Yes. So for those of you who might be new to tuning in, Rachel and I met in a mastermind group that we were both part of for agency owners. And we just instantly connected. We had like spirits. And ironically, we are now celebrating what is it our one year soul sister anniversary?
1: I feel like it's longer than that. Is it? I feel like it's two years now.
0: Maybe it's two years now. It is because we joined Mastermind in... Was it 2020? Okay, so we're celebrating our two-year Soul Sister anniversary, (laughs) Mm -hmm. and I am so glad to be doing this segment with you because I think oftentimes when we think about relationships and business, we only think about the relationships with our clients, but you and I know how beneficial it is to build relationships with others who are also doing the same work as you as well as other things, right? So what are your thoughts about that?
1: I a thousand percent agree. I think in um, a world where there's so much noise around entrepreneurship right now, people have their way of doing things. And sometimes that could be based on what they've learned from an, another mentor or coach. Others may be based on experience. But I think you and I, Gwendolyn, really come from a very, or run our companies in a very heart-centered way. And yeah. so we know that relationships don't just stop with our clients. It is within our team. It is also with our colleagues or you know people we're in masterminds with. Um, and then other people who are similar or not so similar in the industry, in the online world or in the corporate world with us that we work with, right? So, yeah, yeah I, I love nurturing those relationships because I honestly feel that being in business, I think it's going to be my six-year anniversary, my seven-year anniversary this coming year. and. I've never had to, quote unquote, hustle, knock on people's doors to look for the client. It's because i created those genuine relationships with people that universe God has already had people knocking on my door. Right. Yeah. So
0: I really want to unpack this a little bit because you just mentioned Mm -hmm. some really key things, right, about building these relationships with all different kinds of people, our team, our colleagues, our coaches, others in the industry. So tell me, why do you think relationships matter so much in business?
1: They matter so much. One, it's in business, it can feel lonely. All right, mm-hmm. and I think having those people surrounding as part of your network or your ecosystem oh, helps you become. I'm sorry, my kiddo is probably playing a game. <laughs> the, the life of an entrepreneur, right? <laughs> hashtag, yeah, hashtag entrepreneur and mom life all at the same time, and that's one of the reasons too that I think even with entrepreneurship, personal and business do bleed. People like to separate it, but I always think as a business owner, as an entrepreneur, they work together in a- asynchronicity right? So we're always working, but we're also not working all at the same time. And so we need people who can, one, be a support system or keep us grounded, right? And in addition to that, too, it's a different multiple opportunities. So it could be an opportunity for a new client, it could be another opportunity for an amazing team member to join your team, Right. So, yeah, I think that really just it's super important. and It really matters in, in different levels of relationships within being in business.
0: Oh, I absolutely agree a thousand percent. I, I'm i in part of another group that's here in Chicago. And we were talking about something very similar not too long ago on one of our sessions. And it was interesting because as we were talking about developing people for our teams, one of the ladies in the session, she was like, oh yeah, I'm always engaging and interacting with like the service people who are at Starbucks or at Target or whatever, right? Because if they have great personality or great customer service, I'm thinking, oh, that could essentially be a great person to work on my team if they were looking for like extra hours or Mm part-time work or something like that. Right. And I was like, huh, now every time I go to the store, I'm going to be thinking about these people in a completely different way and trying to poach them to come and work with me.
1: Right? We're like sneaky little ninja recruiters. Like, you want to work with us? Like, leave that yes. to five. <laughs> yes. And that is
0: so important because, you know, you mentioned having the support system, team members, right? Those relationships, we need all of them in business. It's one of the things I always tell some of the young women that I'm coaching with is that I can't really coach you in business if you're not prepared to be coached personally as well, because you take you to business, right? You're going to show up everywhere. So you can't work on your professional development without working on your personal development. It's just impossible to do. Mm -hmm. So when you think about all of the relationships you've built over the years, what have been some of the most important relationships that you've built in your business and why?
1: Oh, gosh. In in business, uh, there's so multi-layers to that. And again, it goes back to the same different types of people that surround us, right? So for my team, I think for that one, that grows the opportunity of just having a solid, rock solid team and not having to go through the rotation of having to hire and hire new people. And then even with my relationship with my coaches, that's super important because they are the eyes behind my head like what I see Mm. because I'm close to a situation or whatever I'm building I could do it for my you and I always see this all the time we can do it for our clients but when we do it for ourselves we're like what how do we do that again and we need that person to be able to be outside of our bubble to be able to provide that type of support to us and then the other is people like you how you and I met because again Like when shit hits the fan or we feel like burning down the agency, we need that emotional support. What Gwendolyn failed to say when we met and how we connected was because we were on a mindset coaching call with Erin Lindstrom. Hi, Erin. If you listen to this, her and I both cried on that same call. And that's her and I just got pulled in spiritually of that we were good people, that we were insistent and that we wanted to be in each other's space and that we could be that support system. Gwendolyn and I run similar businesses. But that yes. does not stop us from cheering each other on and amplifying our relationship to the next level and being that support system for each other, right?
0: And that's what I absolutely love. And what Rachel didn't tell you guys was that we didn't just like cry, right? Like we and were bald. those boo-hoo, ugly, bald, baby, bent over, like snot and crying on the call. And it was just like, what just happened here? hmm But that was the moment where I was like, that's my person. Right. That is my person. And like you said, we run similar business, but there's no competition. Mm -hmm. Right. Like if I've got an issue, I'm like, oh, I got to hit Rachel up. And I'm like, hey, this is what I'm dealing with. Have you ever come across this before? How did you handle it? Like, give me some advice. Or if you're thinking about offering a new service, you're like, hey, this is what I've gotten written up. What do you think about this? How does this sound? Like Mm -hmm. we're always brainstorming and pinging ideas off of it. There's just no space for competition it's like oh my god Rachel's doing this how can I support that right Uh and even when you know we're going through things in our business I'm like oh I'm short like I got all kind of stuff going on I'm gonna need to hit Rachel up to see if she got some ninjas over there that come over here and Uh help me out or if I can get Rachel to help me out somehow while all of this is going on. And I think that's the beauty of building such deep relationships with people because they can really be there to support you. And I think we underestimate emotional support in Mm -hmm. this entrepreneurial journey. It is such a key. You know, I think about my husband all the time and your husband too, because that's another thing that we have in common. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Is that if he wasn't feeding me, like literally like, hey, you need to stop, you need to eat, lunch is ready, like all of the things. And if he wasn't that support behind me, like lifting me up, holding me up, there's no way in the world I'd be able to do all of the things that I have my hands in. Yep, agreed. Did you know that onboarding is one of the most critical parts of bringing clients into your business? Onboarding is where we have the most control over how our relationship with our clients will unfold in the long run. If you can strike the right tone from the get go, your clients will stick around for more and be singing your praises before they even start working with you. Head over to onboarding.systemsandsuccess.com to get access to our onboarding video course for special podcast listener price.
1: Yeah, I didn't mention husband because I feel like that was always a given. <laughs> <laughs> but but it's a given for us in our world. But I don't yes. know that it's
0: a given for everybody because we've heard some of the horror stories and mm-hmm. we've seen some of the different posts that fly around, you know, in kind of some of the social circles that we're in where they don't really have that home support the way mm-hmm. that you and I have. And I think that is just another layer to our success.
1: And I think that goes back into nurturing our relationships, right? So if we want our husband to support us, you need to have that honest and transparent conversation with your husband and tell them how you feel. Honey, I feel like I'm working 12 hours a day. I'm not eating and I feel so stressed out. And then communicate what you would need. Mind you, if he was a great husband, he would ask you, what would you need? Um, And... or even not even ask. He just knows you. Like my husband just knows me again, similar to your husband. He pops a plate right in front of me in the middle of the yep. meeting because he knows I need to eat. <laughs> <laughs> and he just knows me well. And I think your, your relationship with your husband is similar to like my relationship with my husband. That's how, again, we, my relationship with you is just amplified because we're so similar in so many ways. But also different, right. And even with our relationships with her husband, Yes, in social circles, we do see that maybe there's not a supporting husband. I think one thing to really keep in mind, because people, sometimes I feel like give the wrong advice to other people saying, well, if your husband doesn't support you, then you should have a divorce or separate. Yes. And And that that is not the answer. No, there's different ways they can support you. And they don't have to understand your business. They don't have to be part of your business. It's like what Gwendolyn said, it's a support system. So if he's Holding the, the house down and k- taking care of the kiddos, cool. If he's the one cooking dinner because he had a hard day, awesome. That's the different ways that he can support you. And again, you guys can really nurture your intimate relationship together.
0: Yeah, that is so important. So remember, Rachel and I are not condoning divorce. Do not come back here saying (laughs) that Rachel and Gwendolyn said, because that is not what we said. That is not what we're condoning. So let's talk a little bit about how do you keep those relationships healthy? Right. Like, what are some of the things that you do with your team to keep those relationships healthy? What are some of the things that you do with your clients to keep those relationships healthy? I would love to hear that.
1: Yeah, that is an amazing question, and I'm excited to answer that. With my team, we do check-ins, anyways. In general, when I'm thinking a team member, a client, or someone in my network, or a friend in the network, if I randomly think about them, I will just say, "Hey, just sending a message. I'm thinking about you," and that's all that's needed. I feel like I pull in the right people in my space for them to know that, like, I'm not there. I don't need to talk to you every single day. Gwendolyn, I think you and I, I mentioned this via Voxer to you one day when we were talking about relationships is that I know that you're a friend that if I got stuck in the middle of the road at 3am when, I know you'll probably ask me what I'm doing in the road at 3am. But if I was really like stuck, you're not going to say, Hey, you didn't talk to me for a year and now you're calling no. for my help. I know she'll just jump in the car without any questions asked. And then those are the type of relationships I build and surround myself with where I don't need to be, I don't need to hang out with you every day and every weekend. right? Yeah. And those I feel like are stronger relationships to me versus Those, I mean, to each their own. Everyone has different relationships and how they nurture it. But for me, that's how I help with my relationships. It's just those random check-ins, right? Yeah. With my team, we do have quarterly check-ins. So my operations manager does check-in with them and truly asking them the question, how do you feel? And then, you know, usually people's answer is like, oh, good. And she's like, no, but really, how do you feel? And it really brings in the emotion that they're feeling because everyone will say, oh, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. But when you ask the question of like, how are you feeling really? Then they'll probably, hopefully open up a little bit more how they're really feeling. And it doesn't have to be about business, right? Yeah. For amazing people like Gwendolyn in my network and who I actually build friendships with, I actually put, I have my EA put on my calendar <laughs> as a task <laughs> to reach out. Either I'll reach out or she'll reach out. So she'll tell me like, Hey, are you ready for me to schedule, you know, your friends in into your calendar? I know that sounds so Like for some people that it's not personable, but again, I'm building relationships where they understand that, right? And no one is offended. No. And so, or I'll tell her, no, it's okay. I've been boxing Gwendolyn the last couple of days. I'll ask her if she wants to jump on a coffee chat, right? As far as my clients, again, same thing, similar to our team. It's just a check-in. I really train my team members how to really build that harmonious relationship with the executives that we work with. So it's really a rare check in on myself as the CEO. And then again, with with the rest of my network, same thing to how I build my relationship with Gwendolyn as an example. Check in with them randomly via a DM on Instagram or Facebook every quarter, every six months. And it's just a nice thought. I remember Gwendolyn sending me a random, I think it was a text (laughs) message, and she's like, I love you. I love you too. And that's all it that was said. There was no continued conversation, right? It was a and random. I, and part. I
0: love those check-ins, those random check-ins, because your assistant will hit me up. And she's like, it's time to schedule coffee chat with Rachel. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my God, it really is. I'm like, yeah. okay, when are we doing it? Yes. Yeah. So I absolutely love this. And I love the things that you said. We do a lot of those same things with the team as well, right? Like we've got regular check-ins that we do with them. Some of the other things that we do with the team as well is so we keep track of birthdays yes. and what we call their work anniversaries. And so we'll mm-hmm. send a little token on work anniversaries and things like that, yeah. which again, is just adding to that culture, one, that we want to build within the company, but then also as a way to also keep those relationships Healthy and thriving, and things like that. And I think one of the one of the other ones that I'll probably dig a little deeper into on another episode is boundaries. So I'll probably have to have you back Ooh. to talk uh-huh. about that. But I think keeping relationships healthy with clients, I had to learn how to put in boundaries because I'm such a giver and you know this, right? Like, and I love the work that I do. So work for me doesn't feel like work. Like I could literally work all the time and it not bother me at all. Mm -hmm. But I had to learn that I had to put boundaries in place because clients will view that differently. And then when I do want to pull back they're like, no, like you've been here all the time, 24 seven. What do you mean? Mm-hmm. <laughs> What's happening? You can't say no. You can't like not take a call or not be available on a weekend. And it's like, uh, yeah, I can. Mm-hmm. So I think
1: also putting those boundaries in place help us to keep those relationships healthy as well. Yeah. It's good to be fully aware of the people that you work with, whether that be your team or your clients. Like I'm the same as you, Gwendolyn. And I. I can work basically every minute of the day because I do yeah. know what I do. You know, there's, I always, I just told my team recently because we just had our biweekly team meeting. I said, like, there's always a thing to do. There's never something, no one can ever come back to me and say, Oh, there's nothing to do for a client or there's nothing to do in the business. There is. <laughs> yes. There really is. There's like a never ending list. But even to go back with boundaries with clients, really being aware of the type of relationship you have with a client or the client's personality in that sense. Do they have the emotional intelligence to Mm. understand that you being available because you want to is a bonus?
0: Yes. Right. Oh, that's not the norm. Mm -hmm. That's good. That's really good. That's really good. Okay. So before we go, tell me what would you say To the entrepreneur who might be struggling to build relationships in their business.
1: Oh, struggle to build relationships. One is really finding the root of the problem. Why are you struggling? Is it because you're introverted or you're shy? Or is it because you don't like talking to people? (laughs) And once you really understand that, you can take micro steps. I'm the type of person I don't like. I always say I'm an introverted extrovert or an extroverted introvert, whatever the, the saying is and i love people but i also like being a hermit to being in my pjs Mm -hmm. not talking to anybody and the steps that i took when i was struggling with that is really genuinely find the people do a vibe check in the online space like Mm -hmm. if you are watching their instagram following them on facebook really start off those conversations small really engage with the likes the comments and see if you guys could even find a common ground and even see if they are open to having a casual coffee chat without any expectations at the end of it, right? It is just truly to connect. And that eventually will come with practice, like any habit. Once you really understand like how you approach people, how you ask of people to jump on a coffee chat with you, you're just going to get into a habit or routine that it just comes naturally to you.
0: Oh, I love that. Rachel. <laughs> Thank you so much for sharing today and always saying yes to coming on the show. Of course, I just absolutely <laughs> adore you. So beautiful people. Thank you so much for joining us. Relationships are at the core of everything we do in business, regardless of the industry that you're in. So make sure relationship building is a core part of your business strategy. Rachel, how can people connect with you?
1: Yeah. So you can check out my website at the ninja.com, But in having conversations with me, you can definitely check out my Instagram at Rachel Everington and send me a DM or comment on my posts. Always happy to chat and get to know more people in, in the online space or in the industry. Awesome.
0: Thank you everybody for tuning in and we'll see you next week for another segment of Leading Behind the Scene. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode of Leading Behind the Scene. I hope you found some encouragement, or helpful information today to help move your business and or your life forward. If you have a specific topic you'd like me to talk about or guests you'd like me to have on the show, feel free to send me a DM on Instagram, Facebook, or LinkedIn. I love connecting with my listeners. Also, be sure to follow the podcast so you never miss an episode and leave me a
1: rating review. I'll see you next week.